Hey, this is Shannon Wilkinson. And Janine Adams. And we just wanted to let you know that this episode isn't up to our normal standards. Just so you guys don't think we think it's good enough. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Well, we did decide it's good enough. It's just not what we normally like. <laughs> exactly. Right. It was a situation where our technology got the best, better of us, and we liked the episode so much that we thought it's good enough to do it this once. Yes, because spoiler alert, we recorded it in person. Together. Together. (laughs) So um, uh, we hope that you enjoy it. And please forgive us the uh, less than stellar audio quality. Welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about how regret is one of the helpful barometers we use to help us make decisions. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you? Well, I'm really extra great today. (laughs) Why is that? Because we're sitting right next to each other in real life. Side by side in real life, even unexpectedly. It's it's very nice to get to record with you in person. Yes, it is nice. And actually, the reason we're in person, is that right? That's not what I want to say. Depends on the end of the sentence. is what sparked this topic that's right exactly we're not we're not talking about just being in person together but it did spark the topic and we should say that we're actually in Walla Walla Washington we're not in Portland this time it's the last time we were together recording I think just one other episode yeah yeah um so uh here you tell why you start well uh we're here together because um Janine's brother uh, became very ill and she felt that she needed to come here to see him and and help take care of things and and when things were looking like she might be coming here I said if you it's easier for you to fly into Portland I will drive with you to Walla Walla and because I'm not an idiot I said <laughs> okay <laughs> so I uh Flew to Portland the day after I made the decision to go, and we drove directly to the hospital, and Shannon has been with me for a couple days now, um, and is going to be heading back to Portland, but it's been... It's been so nice to have you here. Oh my gosh, it's just been great. Yeah, so you've been so helpful. Well, and I think we should also say that your brother is doing much better. Yes. He's still... He's He was very ill. But he definitely has improved, and things are looking up. Yes, things are for yes, things are looking up. So that's really good news. Yeah. Um, but it could have been much worse news, in which case your being here would also have been extremely helpful. 
Um, but when we were, when I was uh, thinking about whether or not to make the trip, which you know, in retrospect, in a whole three days later, two days later, <laughs> it feels like weeks later. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it seems crazy that I even like agonized over the decision because clearly. It, from this vantage point, it was the right decision to make. Right. But still, you know, you're disrupting your life. You spend a lot of money. I had to reschedule clients. And um, so, and I was just here. So yeah. it was um, a little kind of hard to decide whether or not to come, um, which, again, now sounds crazy. <laughs> uh, but what I did was sit down and journal it, and it quickly emerged that right. it was the, the, the better choice was to come and if I I would much rather regret taking time and money that uh, to come when he's going to fully recover then uh, I forgot the beginning of the sentence I think I screwed that up <laughs> well I think where you're going with that was that you you felt you feel better having made the decision to um, come and potentially have some regrets that I spent know, money I didn't you need spent to. money you didn't need to rather than not coming and have things take a turn for the worse for him or right, and not have been here uh, to say goodbye or to just help yeah yeah because obviously if he were to pass away I would come here yeah yeah <laughs> so um so that sparked a discussion when we're right we, we've had lots of time in the car recently yes. <laughs> many hours because also he's in a hospital an hour away from Walla Walla right but we're staying in Walla Walla where my dad is and where we have a friend with whom we can stay so uh yeah lots of car time and we were yeah. talking about how regret uh or the fear of regret or Mm. Well, and this is yeah. we're, when we were trying to figure out how to how to talk about this topic. It all sounded so negative, negative. Mm-hmm. and it's not. That's not really how I use it. Like I think about, um, I think about it in terms of. So, what action do I? What do I want to do? What choice do I want to make so I won't have regrets? Right. Living without regret is a great thing. Yeah, it's a po- very positive yeah. thing. But to say avoiding regret sounds so negative. Right. Right. But exactly. And it informs things large and small. Yeah. I feel like I use it, that barometer, all the time. Um, And even probably for something like your decision on to whether to take time out of your life to accompany me, did that, did it factor into that? Yeah, absolutely. Because I thought, you know, I sort of looked at my schedule and it was shockingly convenient for me to take some time away from home right now mm-hmm. and um and I thought you know if um if things do get worse for your brother or and I knew that you were also here to support your dad and that you know it's just a lot to sort of manage and I didn't want to regret not helping you when I had the opportunity to help Right. Yeah. If it if it had gone very poorly and I was like keeping you abreast of what had, right. was going on, or I felt like I I needed to drive here and you had already driven, you know, yeah. and it was like what? So why not just cut to the chase and drive with you? Right. And I'm here and hard hard to imagine regretting having come. Right. Right. Yeah, but I use this as a um, as one of my decision making barometers. But it feels like every day. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, even in terms of, 
uh, I'm thinking of just things like, you know, getting out for my training walk or something. Like, if I don't do this, I will definitely regret having not done it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Right. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine if you're on your 200-mile walk this in a couple yeah. of mo- a few months and it's really hard for you and you had skipped a lot of training right I would definitely regret having skipped training right exactly <laughs> I was just thinking about it in terms of something truly important which is that Hamilton is coming to St. Louis <laughs> <laughs> coming back yeah. to St. Louis uh, in, in May and June and it's a very expensive ticket um but if I don't figure out a way to go, and I mean, I'm hoping I'll win the ticket lottery again, or I'm hoping I'll score a, an inexpensive ticket, relatively inexpensive ticket like I did t- two years ago, or I'm hoping a friend will offer to buy me a ticket, <laughs> um, then uh, if I don't go when it's in St. Louis, I'm confident I will regret it, despite the fact I've seen right. it four times. <laughs> My bulletin board needs a fifth playbill on it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that says Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, so I will. It's funny that, and I'm dead serious. I, mean, I know like, you're dead serious. Yeah, like it really is factoring into the, my willingness to go ahead and spring for whatever it's going to yeah. cost. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a good. It's a good way to um, think through things. And to, because sometimes it's hard to put yourself into the future and know how something will impact you. And I think sort of giving it the frame of, of looking at whether or not you will have regret Mm -hmm. is an easy way to do it. Mm -hmm. And you can maybe, or do you ever um, frame it with yourself? Like what, what does my future, what would my future self say about this decision? Right. Yeah. Looking out for your future self. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Of course, I think, as always, it also boils down to getting in touch with what's important to you. Oh, yes. Yeah. It does. Um, because I think I think that's what is behind all of it. Like, you only have regret if you do something that is counter to what's important to you. Or you right. don't do something that is... You know where I'm going yes. with that. <laughs> you elect not to do something that is important to you. Right. That, uh, it, it matches those yeah. core values. And what's interesting is, um, you know, I think about a lot of times in my life where I could have made different decisions. And I don't go too far down the path because I feel like I actually really like where I'm at right now and I wouldn't want to end up somewhere else. So mm-hmm. I'll just go ahead and live with those decisions that I made rather than regretting them. Um, But the only things that I really regret are not taking travel opportunities that I had, Mm. which I think is really interesting. Mm -hmm. You've traveled a lot, so I didn't even realize you had had passed up travel opportunities. Yeah, well, like I had, I mean, the, the main ones were when I had, family or friends living abroad Mm -hmm. and I had the opportunity to visit them and I didn't take it. Yeah. Um, You know, because it's way better to go to Japan when your sister lives there. Right. And you didn't go. And I didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. It makes me think about the fact that my family lives in Australia Mm -hmm. and I've been only once, but they're not (laughs) going anywhere. But still, it's, I, I, um, I, uh, 
possibly if I don't go more, I might regret that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, and just to be clear, we're this isn't a you know YOLO, no regrets kind oh, of thing, right? <laughs> right, we're not talking about jumping off of cliffs because we might regret not having tried that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I there it's just such a different mentality, right? <laughs> You're just yeah. shaking your head like, I can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> right. That's not what we're talking about. No. Yeah, we're talking about using it as a healthy barometer. Yeah. And I think about that in terms of um, how I care for my mom, mm. um, who has dementia. And uh, so there's a... there's. A line between you know how much I could be doing for her and also taking care of myself and so I take care of her in a way that I feel like I'll have no regrets mm-hmm on either yeah. either score on right? either you score don't want to give I don't, up self-care sacrifice self-care for her right that would be or even you know sacrifice like I I could see it it's not hard for me to imagine that um, to make a decision to not travel when she's not doing particularly well because right. I would be concerned. But I then also, and, you know, and I may be traveling to go see other relatives, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or to like whatever. But I, so I, I sort of weigh those things and think, sort of think through it. Like if something really bad were to happen, how would I feel? Mm-hmm. Like, well... You know, like in terms of going to Portugal for a month, Portugal and Spain, it's like, you know, it feels a little risky. And also, I would feel worse if I never did it. Right. Because I was afraid that something was going to happen to her while I was gone. Right. That is not a way to live. That's right. a life of fear. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. But, yeah. but that's a very good point. And what I realized that that also factors into how I interact with my brother who's the mm-hmm. one who's ill right now and Scott and my dad who is well but very but quite old Not, I won't say very old <laughs> probably live another 10 or 20 years <laughs> but uh, uh, but you know I talk to him every day yeah uh, and it helps me stay on top of how he's doing and I know that when he uh, it does end up passing away whenever that might be I will never regret those those daily conversations. Right. And, right. Um, when I need to do stuff for Scott, which I suspect I'll be having to do more of that uh, yeah. in the coming months, um, I will not regret doing it when yeah. Eve passes. Or this trip, for that right. matter. Um, I'll always be grateful, glad that I did it, because it I know it will help him just to know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's helped even though he's not able to communicate right now. I know he knows I'm here, and he will... Yeah, be happy about that. He may not yeah. remember it. I'll remind him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you should hold it over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came. Yeah, don't forget. <laughs> One day's notice. I came when you were in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's interesting that regret, which feels like it can be such a negative thing, can actually help you live in a more positive way and to feel more positive about your choices and feel like you're making decisions that really resonate with what's important to you. Mm-hmm. And is there is there any advice on, if you do make a decision, let's say you're, you're 
not going to Japan when you, mm-hmm. um, well, we've already actually sort of touched on this, for letting go of regret when, because regret doesn't actually help you after the fact. No. So it can be a helpful barometer in making a decision, but if you make a decision that you end up regretting, that emotion isn't very helpful. No, right? the, like that feeling of having regret for something isn't helpful and can actually feel really detrimental. Mm-hmm. Like it can be really sort of stifling in helping you go forward. Um, and the way I think about it is the purpose of regret is to help you understand that um, you that there was a different decision you could have made, or there was you did you. There is a different way to look at it that would have allowed you to have less regret or no regret. And so there's something still to be learned from that instance. Mm. So, like, I don't hold that the emotional weight of regret over, for instance, not going to Japan. Mm-hmm. Although when I think about it, I still get that twinge. Mm-hmm. But what I've taken from that is when I have an opportunity to travel, mm-hmm. I should take it. Unless right. it's unreasonable, but if mm-hmm. I if I have a opportunity to travel and it, it's reasonable for me to travel for whatever reason, travel is of super high value for me. I should take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I'm in Walla Walla right now. That's right. That's right. So if you if you'd gone to Japan way back then, who knows if you? I probably right wouldn't now. be here right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> no, but does that make sense? Yeah. Like you, it, it's a it's a learning opportunity when you're so if you have something that you um have regret about take the opportunity to learn from that so that you can make a decision that is less likely to cause regret in the future right that's that's great advice and i think the thing that popped into my head is sometimes reframing how i feel about something that I've regretted. So mm-hmm. what what I was thinking about was with my first dog, Kramer, mm-hmm. I had some regret over some of the veterinary decisions I made for him. Mm-hmm. And they were, it turned out actually to be a catalyst for change and so forth. But what I, the mantra I say to myself in situations like that is, when I think about situations like that is, I did the best, I made the best decision I can make based on the information available to me. That's so important to recognize that and to cut yourself a little slack because Mm -hmm. I think we all are making the best decisions we can at the time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times after the fact, you recognize that that decision perhaps was based more in fear or, you know, like you, you couldn't see a bigger picture Mm -hmm. because you had such great fear and so um, learning from that can allow you to approach it in a different way in the future. But, you know, there's no sense in beating yourself up if you did, in fact, make the best decision you could in that moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And, and I, as and you I, say, most of us are trying to do that yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, and you know, that, I think that's a useful way to go through life is assuming that um, you yourself and the other people in your life in the world really are making the best decisions they can given the information they have at the time. And, and a lot of times their decisions may be more motivated by fear than anything, but it, um, recognizing that sort of takes some of the charge out of it. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't feel so personal. Mm -hmm. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really useful advice. Yeah, so um, we we 
uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. I got, I got distracted because there's a piece of glitter on your face. Is there? Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it pretty? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love glitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel like, you know what? That keeping this a nice short episode, nice yeah. tight episode is a good thing. We have a hospital to go to. Yeah, we have a hospital <laughs> to go to. But we did, we felt like this was a topic that, would be useful to share um to take the time to to share this now and Mm -hmm. and by the time this airs we'll probably have more information yeah hopefully i'll be updating the show notes with some good news yeah about how scott's doing yeah because it's not airing this isn't airing for a couple weeks at least right yeah so um oh also, yeah. I had pot stickers. Oh my gosh, how could we forget that? <laughs> Shannon had to have pot stickers. And it, I just have to say, she said that she was only going to have one order, which is six. Like, what? Okay, whatever. And I, I mean, I really thought you were out of your mind. And so I, I had two, I ordered two. And then you had another order. And then I had another order because she like guilted me into it. Uh uh-uh, uh, I did not. Yeah, you were. You looked at me. Like, well, I thought you were insane, but there was no guilt. Okay, there was no guilt, but you looked at me like I was insane, which made me question my sanity. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> so you ordered a second. So so I ordered a second, but I also I really love an eel roll. Yeah. It, since it's a Japanese restaurant, it's not a pot sticker restaurant. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You can get other things. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I ordered an eel roll, which was quite delicious. Um, yeah, so you actually ate more than I did. I think I ended up eating more than you did. Because you had two orders, 12 pot stickers plus, you had 12 pot stickers total plus an order of eel roll. Yeah. And I had 18 pot stickers. It's debatable, Which an eel I? roll to six pot stickers, but. Yeah. Well, there was at least, there were, yeah. <laughs> I could have had more. I could not have. <laughs> I was a little uncomfortable. Yeah. But they they were delicious. They lived, lived up to the... Yeah. I was so afraid that you weren't going to like them. I know. I thought that maybe you were going to pretend that we were going to go and somehow it wasn't going to work out so you wouldn't have to risk <laughs> no, me not liking them. I believe them enough. <laughs> yeah. So... I'm glad you remembered to tell the, the good listeners about that. Because, I, you know... Everybody needs to know about the pot stickers. Yeah, we could lay off them at some point, but probably not. not. Right. <laughs> and we didn't manage to get a picture of us with pot stickers. No. We weren't thinking. It was all busy at the restaurant. Yeah, and it's been a crazy couple of days. Yeah, right. Another time. <laughs> yeah. All right. But we would like to hear from you, our listeners. Um, do you use regret as a decision-making strategy? Do you have a lot of regrets? Do you have any ideas about how people can let go of regret that they may have? You can connect with us on social media, Facebook and Instagram. We're at getting to good enough and on twitter we're at gtg enough and of course you can um, comment on the show notes at getting to good enough.com 
Uh, but for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Walla Walla, Washington. <laughs> and Janine Adams, also in Walla Walla, Washington. <laughs> and we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. We're actually in College Place, Washington. Oh, As no. we're sitting here. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Walla Walla, Washington is way more fun to say. That's right. <laughs> We're in a suburb. <laughs> a suburb of Walla Walla. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs>